this week's Watch Out for Fireballs extra sode is brought to you by Adam Mann. Adam. Adam. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Yes. Adam is a patron on our Patreon uh, campaign, where you can go and pledge a certain amount of money every month so we can continue to do cool things. We really appreciate it. And yeah. if you want to do that, uh, if you want to be as cool as Adam, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to a Watch Out for Fireballs X episode. <laughs> yes, and this week we are reading your responses to X Men Two Legends Two X Men Legends Two versus Sever <laughs> Antonio Banderas. <laughs> oh um, man, my favorite Game Boy Advance game. <laughs> <laughs> Ballistic X versus Sever. Was that that was Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I think that there are kind of two different kinds of people in this world. You have your X people and your Severs, <laughs> and uh, and me, Uh-oh. I'm an X. Are you going to be Antonio Manderas's X or Lucy Liu's Sever? Yeah, which yeah. one would you be? Yeah, the the we've got the BuzzFeed quiz to prove it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we are taking your responses on X Men Legends mm-hmm. and uh, very brief deleted scenes, yep. and uh, I'll go ahead and get started here with Josh, cool. um, who says via contact. Although it's been a long time since I played it, I believe this game to be the high point of the Legend slash Ultimate Alliance franchise. By the time we got to Ultimate Alliance 2, the graphics were of course much better, but the customization was fairly low on the list of priorities for the developers. Fewer costumes and fewer choices of powers to learn was a pretty big turnoff for me. X-Men Legends 1, on the other hand, had a decent amount of customization, but the worst part that stood out to me about the game was the in-between mission time at the X-Mansion. It forced one-player time into uh, areas obviously meant for a multiplayer game. I love the Age of Apocalypse storyline in the comics, which this game is primarily based on, and unlocking those Age of Apocalypse costumes really made the game for me. One-handed Wolverine, long-haired Cyclops, Buddhist monk Juggernaut, etc. <laughs> in case you didn't catch those guys. Um, I believe my favorite character to play as was Sunfire, with a lot of uh, poison and fire-based damage over time effects. What are your go-to characters generally? Um, which we talked about on the show. Nightcrawler. A little bit. Yep, Nightcrawler. <laughs> um, yeah. The... Uh, Probably my only complaint was the PSP exclusive characters that I never got to use on my Xbox. X-Man, Cable, Dark Phoenix, and Cannonball. I remember being horribly disappointed to find out that other people got to play as Cable and X-Man, two of my favorite con characters at the time, while I just couldn't, uh, just to try and sell me more crappy handheld devices. <laughs> if it was an Xbox versus PlayStation thing, it might have made more sense to me. Yeah. That's pretty obnoxious. And they hid, I mean, Cable and Dark Phoenix are two really big lights to hide under that bushel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, what's interesting, um, I, I didn't mention this, but um, this game still kind of has a pretty active uh, PC modding community. Really? You can play as l- almost literally anyone, <laughs> um, like anyone from the first game, a lot of people that are custom made, mm-hmm. um, anyone that shows up as a side character in this game. Like if you want to play as Archangel or Emma Frost or anything, there mm-hmm. are custom mods for it Shit, yeah. on the PC version. So you can play as those characters on the PC version if you want to, Josh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, something we didn't talk about too much. I love the way that X-Men Legends 2 looks. Yeah. Um, accepting some of the bland environments, like the actual character designs, the fact that this is a really subtle cell shading that happens, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of the, the, the broad uh, proportions that they have for a lot of them, they're really identifiable, um, which is important when you kind of have a lot happening on the screen. You can kind of track where everybody is by the way they look. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then the cell shading is um, between the first one and the second one. Um, the first one was more cell shady, so the characters kind of look like stickers yeah. that are placed on the screen. And here they look a lot more, you know, it still looks comic booky, but a little bit more organic. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Neat. 
Yeah, so thank you, Josh. Um, moving on to Brian here, who wrote in via contact. When they first came out, I played through them co-op with my older cousin. He's talking about the X-Men Legends games. And I remember having a blast. This time around, I definitely missed that feeling of working together with someone towards an end goal, especially since the computer control characters don't help as much as I'd like. It's not a deal breaker, but I found myself having to switch to my tank character more often than I liked to clear rooms faster. My preference is to play as Jean Grey for her boost, and because, let's face it, there's nothing more fun than picking up generic grunts and tossing them across the room like dolls with your mind. Um, the game as a whole is still a lot of fun after this time. The story is compelling enough, that the and the vast amount of characters you run into keeps things fresh. The voice acting is sometimes cringeworthy, but adds depth and lackluster character models. Desperately, uh, it adds depth that the lackluster character models desperately needed. Uh, the large amount of playable characters is nice, and they improve the powers from the first game so that there uh, really isn't a team you can play as that you can't get uh, through the game with. Uh, this time around, I chose a team of three characters that I've never played as, Toad, Bishop, and Nightcrawler, and my standard Jean Grey, and had no problems beating the game. I'm sure you'll say plenty about how the leveling up works, so I won't go into too much detail other than to mention that they, uh, that uh, what they changed from the first game to this one. More skill points per level up is a nice change, though uh, the only complaint I do have uh, about the powers and boosts is that there might be a few too many unlocked early on, making it hard to choose between them. Uh, but being able to buy extra skill points and the ability to redistribute them makes up, uh, makes up for it and makes it easier to build exactly what you want your characters to be for the last few stages of the game. As with most beat-em-ups, the gameplay gets a little repetitive, but there's a nice build-up and challenge uh, that, for me, never got too frustrating that I had to quit at any time. Danger Room missions are greatly improved from the first, too. Overall, I still had, funs with, I still had fun with both Legends games, and we'll uh, keep coming back to them from time to time. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Um, we didn't go too much in-depth about the uh, level-up system for some reason. <laughs> like, we talked about like liking it, but we didn't actually talk about the specifics about you know, yeah. the points. Um, like for, you, for, for, for me, when I say like, oh, it's Diablo-esque, that kind of feels a little bit self-evident to me. But uh, yeah. that, that that is kind of a, uh, a an unfair assumption to make that that that'll be uh, kind of readily known what that means. Interesting note: uh, Toad is actually in the um, like the Uber tier in the uh, the online community of this. Really, for some reason, like yeah, he's like a really crazy uh, tank, like really good tank. He has a lot of debuffs and kind of passive resistances and stuff <laughs> that make him really hard to hit. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know, really hard to look at. Yeah. Like annoying, <laughs> gross-looking character. But. Yeah, I don't. I, I never. I never touched him because he kind of seems. He just. I don't know. I don't like that character. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for Toad. Like comics, Toad. Like old, you know, Jester, Green mm -hmm. Jester Toad. I'm fine with. But yeah. You know, hmm. oh. but, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate it. Um, we have one final little bit of follow-up um, from earlier from Take. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And Take says via contact. Um, just listen to your Killer7 episode. I watched a couple of episodes of a Let's Play of the game, and the inner Gary in me went, man, this is not for me. But hearing your episode might get me interested in seeing more of it. Uh, Gary also mentioned that uh, Wizaru, uh, Iwizaru and Mizaru's name sounded similar. I checked, and apparently their names are based on the three wise monkeys, Mizaru, uh, Kikizaru, and Iwizaru. Uh, their names translate to see no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil, with Iwizaru being speak no evil and Mizaru being the see no evil. I uh, don't know if she is blind or what in her appearance. Yeah. Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Take. I always enjoy yeah, when you, so, yeah. uh, I like when he writes in because he gives us a different cultural perspective on some of the stuff that's kind of baffling. I like it because he has an inner Gary in him. <laughs> so that's why I like it when he writes in. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, turn um, on, turn off the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hurry up, turn off the dark. Yeah, um, yeah. I will turn off the dark. The, um, yeah, the, thank you, Doc. The other interesting thing about this is uh, he has uh, emoji in here. The weird thing about uh, the Japanese kind of uh, coming up with that standard, you know, for emoji, they're funny, right? Mm-hmm. Is that th- th- there are emoji for Mizaru, Kikazaru, and Iwazaru, like monkeys that are doing the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the fact that that is built into what is now the the, the standard uh, the standard text kind of shorthand emoticon system mm-hmm. is kind of funny in, a, in like yeah. a really cool way. So yeah, you can text Iwazaru. Yeah, that character from Killer Seven to anybody you like. <laughs> Yo, why am I getting this ball gag guy? Yeah, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you very much, Taki. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah, cool. And uh, that's it. So, if you have any thoughts on Crackdown, there is still time to send us uh, those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can do that at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact or on our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash watch out for fireballs. Mm-hmm. Both super fun places. I guess the contact forum is not that fun. I mean, it's, but, uh, it's, it's efficient. It's functional, yes. Yeah, fun <laughs> and functional. You have your two choices of ways to get in touch with us. <laughs> um, you can also um, you know, support us on Patreon, Patreon mm-hmm. which you mentioned, um, if you want a, a chance to kind of get some input into upcoming games. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Yep. Um, additionally, you can leave us iTunes ratings and reviews. That is another way to help us out. Mm-hmm. big help mm-hmm. and uh yeah we really appreciate it. you can listen to the other shows on the network as well mm-hmm. and uh yeah so we've been recording for quite a good long while mm-hmm. so we're gonna make way for some brief deleted scenes but thank you everybody who uh responded yeah i am needing some help over here yeah yeah that sound like bulky. <laughs> you definitely do. The um, yeah, because that's the you know. I don't want to dislike Nightcrawler's voice. Yeah, don't do this to me, X Men Legends too. <laughs> Can I? Uh, I'm gonna pull a rare uh, shoe shoehorn something into the show notes. Okay. Moment here. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I I don't know if you watched this when I put it up on my. I assume not. Um, I put this up on my my Facebook. This is pretty incredible though. Um, I'm dropping this into the the skype window here i will i will put this on and um describe what's happening i guess yeah just 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 check it out it's pretty special okay spider-man turn off the dark i'm i'm pressing play now and uh, i will sync in the the, the audio later for extra uh, nightly in the new musical at the foxwood theater please yeah it's i you know i just i knew turn off the dark was a thing Uh i had no idea it was this kind of thing and it's really special (laughs) So th- this is the this is the one that you two you two uh, did. Yeah, they did all the music for it, and Julie Taymor did the did it. Why does yeah. the Green Goblin look like the thing from the Black Lagoon? Everything looks wrong. Everything is wrong. Um, but that was by far like the critical reception is by far the guy who plays the Green Goblin did the best. He like, stayed <laughs> in. He stayed in it in order to like see if he would get a Tony for it. Like uh, there's a podcast I listen to called You Talking You Two to Me. Okay. Um, which is an earwolf podcast that is only nominally it's like abject suffering if abject suffering the topic of abject suffering every week was you too uh-huh. um and uh, on, with uh, scott Ackerman and adam scott and huh. uh they, they did an episode about about turn off the dark and they referenced this video and they were just like you have to see it you have to see it and i, I finally what are found these it. women doing yep <laughs> yep <laughs> It's amazing. Like, yeah, the part where they uh, start, they introduce the, the Sinister Six is incredible. <laughs> those, those facial prosthetics. Why, is yeah. he, why are you sticking your tongue out? You're like, you're like 
Gene Simmons with gaunt with jaundice. Yeah, he's disgusting. And what's with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. What's with this four in the? Oh, Paul Schaefer, you're gonna get it on the action too, aren't you? <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> in in the musical Turn Off the Dark, there's a geek chorus, and the name oh. of the four people in the geek carrot chorus are Miss Arrow, Jimmy Six, Professor Cobwell, and Grim Hunter. Oh. Ridiculously over the top supervillain. Yeah, uh, he's made of gills, Gary. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look anything like anything. The Sinister Six. Like just the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like flower electro guy, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> the lizard, yeah. This big chest Is that electro? Yep. <laughs> He's got like sparklers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what? It's so good. It makes me want to see the musical like really bad. Like I, because it just—is there any way this isn't a like amazing train wreck? Well, well, I think we're seeing it. Yeah, is yeah. Carn- I, yeah like, the carnage is actually a pretty good costume. That's pretty accurate. Who's, who's the blade lady, Gary? I have no she, idea she what's was, going on. She was just made up for the musical. I decided to create Swiss Miss. Why is there a four on the floor beat? I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Like, it, it feels like they're trying to go for almost a, like a Lion King kind of feel with these crazy prosthetics. But like, it's, yeah, it's but like, the, the, but that, oh, okay, sorry, I, I, I yeah. didn't draw the connection between those. But like, that had like materials, right? It actually looked like, you know, crazy African wood and leaves and stuff approximating those animals. This is just like latex. Yeah. Also, an uh, important thing to note about the Lion King. Yeah. Was it wasn't based on fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. It was um, based on Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> that pose at the end in his face. Yeah. Oh yeah. My and then there's, God. I just, you know, David Letterman coming out and just being genial is really funny at the end of that. Oh, look at <laughs> How you. about that? How about that? Get, get out of here, guy. please. <laughs> like, you're a guy. Um, yeah. I mean, they're... That's very funny to me. Look... <laughs> My thanks to Bono and the Edge and my mom. Happy birthday. Holding up the playbill. It's company. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, yeah. so that, that, that is fucking sad that the person who did the costume design for Lion King went on to do Spider-Man. Yep. Turn off the dark. <laughs> turn off, even that name. I know. Everything <laughs> about it is just amazing. And it sucks, too, because the, the episode of the podcast like would be really good, except it has Doug Benson on it. And mm. that guy sucks. Yeah. Um, and they don't talk about it quite enough. Like, you know, they, they get the diversions are really good when they're talking about mm-hmm. actual U2 albums, because the most boring parts of that podcast are when they're talking about U2. Yeah. Uh, much like probably the most boring parts of Abject Suffering is when we're talking about video games. Mm-hmm. And uh, the but they just don't talk enough about Turn Off the Dark because it's pretty pretty incredible it, yeah it's 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 like self-evidently bad yeah it's yeah. very very interesting and then like the all the curses that surrounded it oh yeah they're, they're, and all like, the people getting hurt Sp- and stuff spider-man fell and died yeah yeah it's just very like it's really something yeah up with that i was banging my head against uh, the, the the best i could find was uh was some kind of thumb triage for tapa 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 oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I dreamed that, Scott. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> like I was trying to think of something before bed, and I was in a nightquil induced haze, and then I woke up with like having dream. Like I didn't dream it. Like I was, it was playing it, but I, in my dream, I came up with it. 
<laughs> I was dreaming of thinking of a sketch. It's, uh, that is, okay, we, we both need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The, uh, <laughs> um, or, or just, you know, NyQuil, NyQuil's a hell of a drug. <laughs> NyQuil is a hell of a drug. Yep. My favorite recreational drug. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> all right. I am ready when you are. I am ready to. <clears throat> okay. Okay. 